Hello, everyone, and welcome to the May edition of the RidiculCast. I am uh, excited for you all to be joining us once again for some fun analysis of the RidiculLeague. Uh, I am joined by a very special guest, but before I go into introducing him, I want to make this a fun podcast by introducing a drinking game component. Every time I say James, you all just got to take a drink. Uh, I will not force the issue. It will come up naturally throughout the podcast, uh, but I'm hoping for a, a Pavlovian response of some sort uh, so that the uh, team Never James, uh, you know, comes on over to my side. And with that, I would like to introduce our commissioner, James Castaneda. James, how you doing? Hey, doing good. So I take two drinks now, right? Those are the rules. Uh, I, I, I'm not keeping a tally. I'm going to be very intentional about that. Uh, but anytime you hear your name, feel free to feel free to go That's for fair. it. And, um, yeah, yeah. I gotta, gotta throw out, gotta throw out, uh, you know, it is acceptable to still call me whatever the hell you want to call me. Um, <laughs> yeah. As long as it's not well, too offensive. Um, moderate <laughs> levels of offensiveness are acceptable, but mm -hmm. Not yeah, you know we don't. I mean, the reason I um, heard that. Super happy to be here. Um, can I throw one more word into our drinking game? Absolutely. Value. Value. <laughs> and I'm gonna try to forget that I said that and not try to say it too much, but uh, I think it'll come out. Um, yeah, happy to be here. Really excited to be a part of the second episode of uh, Ridiculi. You know, you had the. You had the, the, the founding commissioner the, in the first episode. <laughs> What's that? It's the Ridiculcast. If you're oh. going to guest, you got to get it right. I'm so sorry, everyone. The Ridiculcast, happy to be here. You know, you had the founding founding father uh, in the first one. You got the second one in the second one. Makes sense. Um, yeah, ha happy to, really excited for this mock draft. Really excited. Yeah, well, that is what we have going on this episode. We're going to do a, a mock draft of the first round. And before we get into the ins and outs of that, uh, James, I was hoping to get your thoughts on the NFL draft. Uh, how do you think the Packers did? How do I think the Packers did? Oof, duh. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think we could probably set the Aaron Rodgers drama aside. Because um, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that's a yeah, podcast if you want to go there. I'm happy to talk. Um, but I think, um, you know, it's a. I was, you know, not overjoyed. I wasn't like thrilled with the draft, but I wasn't um, uh, super bummed out either. I don't know if you can hear my loud as fuck keyboard, but <laughs> I am pulling up the Packers draft right now. I mean, starting in the first round, Stokes was not my favorite corner that was there. Um, I think I liked actually liked his teammate, uh, Tyson Campbell a bit better. Um, but you know, he's a super athletic guy. The Packers needed a cornerback cornerback. I can't say it was like the worst pick either. Um, you know, they get, a. am looking at a page that is not what I wanted. Um, there we go. Here we go. Um, I think, uh, the receiver we got is pretty exciting. Um, Especially, you know, considering he fell down there and they kind of traded up for him. Um, could be a guy that could contribute day one, which is exciting. Um, they got a center. Maybe some people said it was a reach. I don't know. They got a center. 
addressed the line. They got another tackle in the fourth round. You know, was I stoked about their first round selection? No, but I, you know, I'm not I'm not going to say it was a terrible pick, and the Packers have been good at finding linemen late in the draft. So we'll see. Maybe we got the next uh, Elchton Jenkins. Elton. I think it's just Elton. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's my thing. What are you – can I ask you about the Pats? Yeah, I mean – I, I know we, we've talked about Mac Jones. I, uh, he was the best quarterback to take uh, at that position, uh, at that, you know, uh, when they came up with the 15th pick overall. Uh, I was hoping Fields would drop down to us. Uh, I know a lot of New England people uh, are split between uh, whether Mac Jones or Justin Fields was the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Belichick uh, is – earned my respect and a lot of people's respect. So in Bill, we trust. Um, I think he's going to be great uh, from a football perspective. I don't know. And and I think this is why I wasn't super excited in our previous conversations. Uh, James was um, from a dynasty perspective. I, you know, I I think he's a QB two, which is like good in a two QB league for sure. But I don't know. Uh, but I'm super pumped about uh, we got Christian uh, Barmore and Ronnie Perkins to mm-hmm. uh, you know be on our, our front lines on the defense and uh, every great Patriots team has had just like a fantastic yeah front line so it's great to go back to our roots there uh, and I am excited to see what uh, Ramondre Stevenson becomes in, in a few years too. I don't know anything else about the rest of the picks we took, to be honest. Um, yeah. But those top four. I'm yeah, that was good. W- way to way to be honest. I was like trying to look at the Packers draft pick, like I knew any of those names in the <laughs> fifth round and later. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. No, I think I don't know. I'd be happy about the value you got with uh, yeah with Mister Jones there. But I'm a I'm a believer, so you know. We'll get there. I have a feeling we're going to talk about him in a little bit here. I think so. And I, I think for the Packers, being able to just hold on to, to Rodgers is a win in of itself. So successful draft for you all, I think. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't lose Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's hold. I'm just going to talk for like 15 minutes if we <laughs> Okay. Yep. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about this mock draft we're going to do. Uh, As I mentioned, we're going to do uh, the first round. Uh, You'll start with pick number one uh, and we'll alternate between that. uh, And we'll take an opportunity to either draft the best player uh, overall or uh, based off of positional needs uh, off of our assessments of the teams. Um, And in order to like help us guide, like guide value, um, you and I took some time to pull together this like tier list, uh, and this was your idea, uh, which I found really helpful for our preparation for this. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about like how these tiers are structured, um, and, and how we're using them to, to help us with this mock draft? Yeah. Um, so basically, you know, I was a little worried about this. Obviously I don't have any first round picks, so it's not like I'd be, uh, spoiling my takes on any of these guys you know, in the sense that someone could use that knowledge to to snipe them before my pick, because I don't know if any of these guys we're going to talk about today are going to make it to 307. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Mac Jones is really bad, so you guys should just let him fall to 307. 
it was super fun. That's right. Um, but yeah, I just thought it'd be it'd be good to have some tears, and we can kind of just talk about them. Um, and just kind of be clear up front that the picks we're making are not necessarily the the player that we would draft to our squad in that position, um, but rather just kind of like looking at these tiers we set up um, and comparing the teams. Uh, so like what sort of like, you know, if we got a, all that's left for the receivers is a tier three receiver, but there's still like a tier two running back on the board or something, uh, you might want to go after that value. Um, so, you know, kind of balancing these tiers that we made with, uh, with our perceived team needs. Um, and that's kind of how we'll make the picks. Um, I think going to the team need conversation really something I was just thinking about is that uh, we are a super flex. Well, why not a super flex league? We're a two super, two quarterback league, which is uh, mm-hmm. makes those quarterbacks even more valuable. Um, so because you got to fill the spot, you exactly. have to fill the spot. Mm-hmm. And if if you lose a starting quarterback and you don't have a third a guy that can get in there and start a game. Um, you're in trouble. <laughs> you are in serious trouble. Um, so I think, you know, every quarterback's a need for every team, regardless of, you know, unless you add, say, you know, like an Aaron Rodgers and a Josh Allen on your team. <laughs> um, even I need a QB3. No, no, have those people. Surely <laughs> we will let that happen. Uh, yeah. Um, I kind of think the same thing with running back. Um, like this is more maybe a a conversation of like where your team is. Like maybe if you're a rebuilding team, you don't want to reach for that running back. But if you're a contender, the value of a you know a true bell cow uh, is through the roof. Um, so like you know, let's say like if I was making like the ninth pick in this draft and somehow Najee Harris fell back there, I'm gonna I'm not gonna pass because of team need, you know, that's just, you got to go after that value. <laughs> if, if Najee Harris makes it to the ninth pick, um, uh, that person's doing backflips uh, and I'm quitting. So <laughs> that's not no, no, it looks like that's Ormson. I think he'd be, I think he'd be okay with that. Uh, I know he would be. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> No, I think I think these tiers are super helpful, and and the tiers um, that we created are, you know, roughly based off of uh, keep trade cut rankings. We we've added a little spice uh, of our own to it as well, um, and I've also uh, encouraged uh, James to take some hot takes uh, for picks, um, just so that you all don't get any insider info on where our Exactly. Um, so good luck figuring out what we're all about. Of course, I have two picks in the first round as it stands right now. Um, and so, yeah, you won't read too much into, into me. I got my poker <laughs> face on. Um, real quick, I think maybe I'll just go through the tiers and tell everyone. Um, sure. I'll go through quick. Tier one uh, for quarterback, we got uh, this guy, Trevor Lawrence. Um, hmm, never heard of him. Kind of a big deal. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Uh, running back, we just got Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receiver, uh, just Chase. Mm-hmm. And then yep. tight end, obviously, Pitt. So those are our tier one players. Um, in those second tiers for quarterback, we got the other four. Um, 
I think you could talk to a bunch of different people and they'd make strong arguments why one of them doesn't belong. Um, but I'm including Jones there. Um, I don't know if Adele would as well, but I certainly would. Uh, I'm high on that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and let's see. Uh, running backs, we got ETM and, and Williams. Um, makes sense. Wide receiver in our tier two, we have uh, Smith and Waddle. Um, so just mm-hmm. a small tier two for those receivers. Um, for the receivers, there's that third tier, which I think is huge. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to read those names. Uh, you know, I think we all know a ton of names that are involved. I think this year, maybe due to the pandemic or whatever, I think I've noticed and just listening in my research, like people are all over the place with their, especially their wide receiver rankings. Um, Cause there's so many in this draft. Uh, tight end, we got, you know, Pat Firemuth tier two. Um, he's not going in the first, but that's a name. Uh, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that was that was a great overview. Uh, and to your point on the wide receiver class, and I, I think this played out uh, in our draft last year, there's tremendous value wide receiver-wise in the second, third, and even the fourth rounds, right? Uh, if you look back, uh, probably over the history of our league drafting, um, you got your Terry McLaurins, your Chase Claypools, your... Um, uh, AJ Browns, right? That that are going later on in our drafts um, and are cornerstone players uh, on a team. So, uh, yeah, I, I think smart not to not to share that third tier. Uh, let other people do their own research. So, <laughs> yeah, nice. So, James, you ready to to kick off uh, this mock draft? Yes, I Jump am. into it. All right. Well, on the clock. We have Ormson via Campania. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Ryan. Yeah, if I'm not, okay, perfect. Uh, and this is the D pick solidified before this podcast. So really excited about that. Uh, yeah. James, who are you picking on behalf of Ormson? Who are you thinking? I mean, big, like a go figure. It's Trevor Lawrence. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you how you pay for that first overall picking and don't take him. Um, John, I'm I'm begging you, don't get cute with us. Don't take Trey Lance. I know you like him. I know you like him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Take T-Law. I don't know. Do we need to say anything else? No. I I mean, I think regardless of whether uh, you have a need at quarterback uh, or not, uh, this is like the best player in the draft in a two QB league. Uh, you, yeah. you take it. Value-wise. But done. <laughs> That's it. You're you're good. You're happy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's also just like, I think you could you could argue that the upside of a Fields or a Wilson or a Lance is higher. Or I think maybe you could argue that Mac Jones' floor eventually is is higher. Um, but T Law's the guy. Yeah, and like people shouldn't forget that that Trevor Lawrence can move, right? Like he yeah. he may not be uh, as fast as Lance and Fields, but he yeah. still has that like dual threat uh, quarterback. Was it was it the OSU? Um, he had that like sixty yard run against like I think. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, it just crazy. So yeah, no, I think I think yeah. 
good on Armson. You, 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 you did what you needed to do to, to get this pick. So, um, yeah. Well, All right, I think so I'm up two. next on the clock. Yeah. We got, we got Peck here, uh, back to back. And I am, uh, and this is Peck's actual, you know, second overall pick. Um, and I am going to go with uh, what I think is uh, the best second uh, quarterback and player in this draft. Uh, and that is uh, Trey Lance. Um, there are, besides him just falling into a great uh, situation with the 49ers, uh, Peck also has Jimmy Garoppolo. So he's super pumped to know that he's solidified at whatever happens in the 49ers um, quarterback battle, which Trey Lance will win. Uh, he's got the person there. Um, and so uh, I trust in Shanahan. I trust in the weapons uh, around Lance. Um, I trust that they have, I mean, they have a great running game to keep pressure off of him. And they have great playmakers around him where he can just dump it off to uh, Debo uh, for him to make moves or air it out uh, to Ayuk. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I am really jealous uh, that, that Peck uh, is getting Trey Lance. I was hoping he would land in a different situation and fall down a little bit. Um, but you, you can't pass up uh, someone being in a great situation with the Niners. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think that, you know, Shanahan's going to have some super crazy run plays for him too, but I, I, think there, I think there's way too much risk with Lance to consider him as a top five pick in a rookie draft. Um, completely candid. And I guess to play the, the devil's advocate, um, like there's a risk that he's not the starter this year because they like Jimmy Garoppolo and he's led them to a Super Bowl. Um, I think there's a risk that Lance uh, doesn't improve as a passer, as a decision maker. I think there's a risk that he's been playing in uh, against subpar competition his whole career, um, and he's looked really awesome. But who knows what happens when he's playing against NFL players? Um, I think. There's there's a risk that this guy doesn't if he does if he's not the starter this this year in 2021 he'll have gone he'll have played one game in three years um, and I don't know that can't be good especially for a guy that that needs to improve some of his uh, passing mechanics um, so I think I think his his ceiling is as high as anybody in this draft and I think he's like a really electric player um, I just I would choose one of those other blue chip guys, I think, over, over Lance. Um, but that's just me. Um, I mean, sometimes, and I think, I think Peck having Garoppolo makes a lot of sense. Um, um, if I were Peck, I would, I would take Lance in three. <laughs> that's a joke. Peck also has a uh, pick three. Do you mind if I just, if we go yeah. ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. about Lance? No, no. I mean, I think the the, the one, only thing I'll say about Lance is I, I agree that he's probably the uh, riskier pick. Um, 
I just believe in his ceiling. Uh, I believe in his arm and his playmaking ability. Uh, and I trust in Shanahan being able to uh, put him in positions to win. So, and with yeah, that. That's fair. I mean, I, the, the Shanahan argument, I, I think, is the, the strongest argument there. Um, mm-hmm. Just like that guy's a good coach. Um, mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, got Packet at pick three overall. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> there's so many different ways he could go here. Um, I don't even know. You know, he's got this crazy rebu- rebuild going. He's got so many assets this year. Um, quarterbacks. He's got – now he's got Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Might not start. He's got Mitch Trubisky who's not starting. Mm-hmm. He's got Minshew, who's not starting. He's got Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. that might not start. He's got Garoppolo, that might not start. He's got Taysom Hill, who might not start. I think he's got to take a quarterback. He's, <laughs> he's, got, a, he's got a one guaranteed starter on the squad. Um, so, uh, I'm going to go with my QB2. I'm going with Zach Wilson. Um, I think he is, I think his arm is maybe better than, than Lawrence's. Um, the things that this kid can do just running around in the pocket, dodging a throw, throwing fully sidearm, falling to the ground and making ridiculous throws. Um, he does it all the time. It's, it's effortless for him. I think the Jets have some weapons for him. Um, you got Mims, you got Corey Davis, who, you know, came on last year, not as good as AJ Brown, but let's see, you know, he might have a bigger role. Um, they got Elijah Moore in the draft. Like he's got people to throw to. Um, so yeah, he's my, he's my QB too. And I think, I think that goes two quarterbacks in a row. Yeah. I Especially mean, the, the Jets. First pick. Yeah. The, the Jets. I mean, you have the, the draft capital there, so you know he's going to have a few years there too mm-hmm. uh, to, to work it out if, if he's struggling the first year. But to see them, they, you know, they also uh, invested in the O-line. They brought mm-hmm. in Michael Carter, so they have a pass catcher out of the yeah, back. Elijah Barry Tucker, I think, is awesome pairing him with a back yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's a p- great positive sign uh, to see – them intentionally building around uh, their quarterback for the future immediately. Uh, and obviously there's also the, the Gates event uh, effect here too, where anytime Adam Gates leaves the team, uh, that team does better. Uh, so, you know, I can't, I can't hate this pick. Um, I, I think. I do hate Zach Wilson's face. I hate his face. He <laughs> looks like a shitty douchey teenager. Um, yeah. But he's a good quarterback. But I, I do agree with this asse- assessment that we both made that Peck is probably going to pick two quarterbacks. Um, he, he does have needs at, at other places, but in a two QB league, um, I think you you need to to make this decision. Um, I mean, he does have another pick later on. So uh, he, he could gamble and, and wait and see if there's a, a quarterback that falls to him there. Um, Probably would. I don't know. I'm up next with uh, with Tony, actually. 
Yeah. Um, but do you have anything else you want to say about uh, Zach Wilson before before um, we go on to pick four? I don't think so. I just think I think he's a I think he's a stud. I think he's going to be amazing in the NFL. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so for, for Tony, you know, uh, I think that his needs uh, in this order are tight end, wide receiver, quarterback, and running back, and. Um, you know, he, he has Tua at quarterback. Uh, he also has um, – let me pull up his team here real quick. Keep, he changed his name, right? Wilson yeah, there Carr. it is. Uh, he's got Wilson and Carr, so like – and he has Tua, so he's, he's okay there. Hines, uh, Hines and Swift, uh, Cooper – at running back, Cooper and Robinson and Emmanuel Sanders at wide receiver. Evan Ingram, like it's not it's not – he doesn't have like he's got huge OBJ gaps. Too. He has OBJ. Uh, he's got Clyde. Like, he doesn't have. He's got Clyde. He's got a layer. Clyde. He's got a bunch of people on the bench. Baker right? Mayfield. Yeah. So I, I think, God, you could go so many different ways here for him. I, I think you take the despite tight end being his biggest need, Evan Ingram's still pretty good. I think you go with the best player here. I think you take uh, Nasha Harris mm-hmm. and you just like get that other running back and just like you can decide to trade someone else later on. But if, if your backfield is Najee Harris, who is a bell cow, right? So hard to find those. Um, DeAndre Swift, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire in a renewed um, offensive line at Kansas City. Like that is a, a three-headed beast. And Hines is no, you know, slouch either he's a qpr machine uh i just i think tony can go a lot of ways uh at pick four uh and he probably would be served you know going chaser pits as well i was thinking about that but i I think you just got to go with the best skill position uh and got to go with Najee harris yeah i mean i can't i don't think i can argue with that really i mean i'm just looking at, at tony's team and i am um Really impressed with the depth. Um, yeah, good job, Ted. Yeah, actually, like you know, add like one or two blue chips to this squad, and they are they are seriously deep in, in contending. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a quarterback, Wilson, Carr, Baker Mayfield, Fitzmagic, two. Mm-hmm. He's got five mm-hmm. starters in like pretty good positions um that is insane tony trade me one of them uh, <laughs> um yeah and wide receiver he's, he's stacked at running back i think i think him picking any of those positional players harris chase or pitts um makes a ton of sense i think Najee harris positional you know value running back makes sense um so i think solid pick yeah yeah i mean i don't know it's I'm jealous. I, I want me some Najee Harris. I will not get Najee Harris, but yeah, I mean, it could happen. It could happen. You know, people, but he's people... right. He, he was up there with uh, catching out of the backfield too. Like he's, yeah. he's I mean, uh, I've, I've heard people say he's the best pass catcher in the draft. Um, I think yeah. maybe tied him in ETN. Um, get a uh, game well out of here. He's not on their level. Um, <laughs> Poor but, well. uh, yeah, are we back at back at Peck? Back at Peck, number five via Ormson. Right, so Peck takes a Justin Fields. <laughs> Just kidding. 
Uh, just three quarterbacks. Based on four of them in the first round. Um, I mean, not terrible. You probably get really solid trade value right away and give you some, you know. Or maybe he trades his pick. Uh, we'll talk oh, about that. Oh, hold later. on. Hold on. I think oh. we, we made a mistake here. Uh, we only have nine on, on the list here. Oh, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Tony, oh, no. you don't get Najee Harris. Tony does not get Najee Harris. No, because I, I totally uh, went over uh, Joel here. Oh. I, I deleted him. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, that changes everything, oh. right? Jeff, you All better right. hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> this is on Dallas Hall. No, sorry, Jeff. Uh, let me pull up your team, because that is who I should have been evaluating. Uh, so... Oh, Jeff, you're so happy that Sam Darnold's got a great position in Carolina. You got Danny Dimes. Uh, you got Burrow. Your your running backs. I mean, you're like you're excited that uh, uh, Edmonds is doing his thing, uh, but the Jacobs experiment over him and Drake are going to be splitting the backfield. Wide receivers, I like your wide receivers. Mike Evans, Deontay Jones, Debo Samuel. You're taking Nasha Harris. Yep. You just take the best player. So everything that I said for, for Tony, uh, uh, I'm saying for you, Joel, you just take the best player here. Uh, you have I, I think you have that need at running back uh, more than Tony does. Mm-hmm. Um, so Najee Harris going fourth overall. And now we can go to the fifth pick. And now I have Tony squad. Now you have to which we've yeah. already <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, we already talked about it. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think he has a true need. I think you could make an argument for anything. You know, maybe he takes one of those quarterbacks and, and trades one or two of the ones he already has and just keeps uh, accumulating that value. Um, ton, tons of value in those quarterbacks. Like, mm-hmm. he could... I don't know if you're a subscriber to the to the idea that you need three starters. Um, if he drops a quarterback, you could trade three quarterbacks and get a bunch of future picks. Um, but that's all what if. Right now we're here. Uh, so Harris is gone. I'm not going to take a quarterback for him. Um, I think he's he's pretty set there. I think it would, would make sense if he wanted to just because of that two quarterback um, you know, scarcity. Um, but I'm looking at Chaser Pitts here. Um, you know, like you said, getting the best available player. I do think Pitts is the best player in this draft, tied maybe with Lawrence. Um, but you also have, I don't know, it's so hard with tight ends. Like, mm-hmm. he, could, he could not do much for two years. Um, yeah. I think Pitts is a Freaking monster, though, I'm taking it. Tony takes Pitts with the fifth pick in this ridiculous mock. That is, I like it. You know, I mean, I think a lot of people are putting, there are some people going uh, as bold to say that he's a uh, top five this year. Um, that I, think, I, think he, I think he could be. Um, yeah. I'm, the but only thing that Kelsey. won't happen is yeah. that, He's he's split in targets with with Julio Jones and uh, Calvin Ridley. Like, there's two other stud muffins on that team. Um, 
Yeah. But let me, because, you know, this person is on my team uh, and it brings uh, uh, a tear to my eye, but Russell Gage was also uh, a, a beneficiary of Julio Jones's injury uh, as well as just like getting um, targets himself. Mm-hmm. And he last year had 110 targets for 72 receptions. So like Matt Jones knows how to feed targets. And I think Russell Gage is the person that uh, loses out. Hayden yeah. Hurst as well. Let's Matt see. Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan, yeah. Um, but then Hayden Hurst, how many how many targets did he get? Uh, that scrub, um, Rumford's team here. Let's pull up Mr. Hurst. He had eighty eight targets. Um, so I mean, you take a, you take some from Gage and some from Hurst, and they're going to to Pitts. So yeah. I, I'm not really that worried about it like his talent is just going to rise um he's a matchup nightmare wherever you put him um i like it i, I mean I people, think, uh, people are calling him the yeah. most impressive prospect since like calvin johnson and i like for once i think i might actually agree he's mm-hmm. he's just out of this world um so yes yeah highest highest uh, tight end drafted in nfl history uh, yeah, he's got a he, he's got a lot to live up to for sure. I think expectations are high, um, and because of that, uh, there might have been a super old yep. guy. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm Jim, sure. you're up. I'm up. Uh, Peck, you're back on the clock. Uh, this is your pick via Ormson. Uh, so you got you got your two quarterbacks. You're feeling pretty good. Uh, I think. N- with Pitts gone, you have a running back need. You have a wide receiver need as well. Um, let me let me pull up your wide receivers here. Um, AJ Brown, Tyler Bo, uh, Boyd, uh, Marvin Jones, uh, who's now in Jacksonville. So, you know he's benefiting from uh, the Lawrence effect. Who else do you have on your Kenny Bourne, Golden Tate? You have like you have so many tight ends. <laughs> what are you doing with all these tight ends? Uh, I, I think I think you go with uh, Jamar Chase here. Uh, best player fits a need, uh, so uh, you love it when the stars align in that way. Um, I am super excited that Chase is reconnecting with uh, Burrow. Um, I think, uh, especially because uh, their their defense is not good, uh, they're going to be throwing a lot. Uh, this is going to be a high powered offense because of that. Um, I I do wish that Burrow had uh, some more help on the O line to protect him, especially given his injury last year. But uh, the connections there, uh, I think there's like there's rumblings that Burrow was lobbying for Chase to be drafted too. So um, to have the organization, if that's true, listening to their quarterback, uh, uh, it'd be nice if other organizations did that, don't you think, James? (laughs) (laughs) So, so so that's what I'm going with. And uh, I am pretty pumped if I'm Peck because I have, 
Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Jamar Chase. Uh, uh, and I still have one more pick coming uh, at the end of yes. the at the end of the first. So um, the rebuild is real uh, and is getting off to a fantastic start. Man, so yeah, I was. I don't know how Chase would have fallen to you. Uh, I was definitely going to take him. Um, I don't. Have, I don't have much to add about about that pick. I think it it makes sense. He's the last tier one guy on the board. Um, even outside of need, he's just a freaking stud. Um, so <laughs> totally makes sense. Um, so now I, I got your pick, um, mm-hmm. and Adele takes Davis Mills. Suck it, Adele. Your team sucks. <laughs> Just kidding. I <laughs> um, let's see. I uh, I might do this. Water, baby, water, baby, water, baby, water, water, baby, water, baby, water, baby, water, water, baby, water, baby, water, baby, water. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Uh, Adele, you're taking Waddle. You're taking Jalen Waddle. Um. I think looking at your squad, uh, you got some quarterbacks, you got some running backs. I think you could use a, a wide receiver one. Um, Waddle's got the draft capital. Um, doesn't have those size concerns that uh, Smith has. Um, I don't know if I totally trust the Eagles. Um, so, yeah, Jalen Waddle. Um, it is your team. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, I do think Waddle is probably the most dynamic uh, wide receiver. Uh, a lot of people say that because uh, everyone's chasing for the next Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. So he's getting those comps in this draft class, right? Uh, it happens every year. Waddle's the guy. Um, uh, I at once was uh, impressed see, to see him like, putting himself out there in that championship game when he was injured. Uh, and also like, why were they letting him onto the field when he was injured? Like the, he, it could have went terribly wrong for him uh, and been a career ending like move. Uh, and I'm glad it wasn't. I think he's a special talent. Uh, he's on Miami, right? Yeah. Um, so like, uh, right. Uh, connection with Tua. Mm-hmm. Uh Again, another instance where the rumor is that Tua was lobbying for Waddle uh, and lobbying for Waddle Smith, uh, the Slim Reefer, as some people like to call him, mm. which I think is a fantastic nickname uh, for Devontae. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I have a lot of needs. Uh, wide receiver is certainly one of them. And so Waddle, Waddle, welcome on board. So now you have your own pick? Is this... Is this now I have my own pick. I, I, it has to be. I have my Everybody, own pick. Wa- disclaimer, watch out for the, the smoke screen here. Let's hear uh, it. I, am, I have my own pick. And mm-hmm. I think for me, uh, th- there are two things that come to mind. Mm-hmm. One is I don't know what's going to happen with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I hope that he's better than Drew Locke uh, to, to get that uh, – uh, starting position there Mm -hmm. uh but drew will always if he does drew will always be just like there in case uh bridgewater doesn't live up to fan expectations or front office expectations so it's a fraught situation uh and uh james robinson is not the bell cow i thought he was going to be uh he's going to be splitting the backfield with etn 
Um, and so, and then there's the uh, Patriot in me that's like, oh, Mac Jones is there. Do I want to go with the hometown hero? But I got burned by Nikhil Harry for doing the same exact thing. Uh, so I think oh, what I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to take Justin Fields. Ooh, I'm going to go sense. for it. Uh, maybe I'll trade him to Ives at a premium. Ives, uh, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will I will fleece you just to let you know. Uh, you're going to have to pay a lot to get your guy. Uh, but uh, I I think Justin Fields again is another one of those like you were we're we're chasing the konami code uh quarterbacks um i have someone that's gonna start um uh on day one uh and i with Tannehill and jackson uh, i can wait for him to develop a little bit um uh and plug him in when those guys are on by uh if he doesn't perform better than them out, out the gate so yeah i'm going justin fields what do you what do you think about that um i think it makes sense i've got I'd rather have Jones than Fields. Um, mm-hmm. I know people think that's pretty crazy, um, but I don't know. I'm not completely sold that Fields is an NFL caliber passer of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a quarterback's most important job, come to mm-hmm. find out. Um, They're different balls, right, in the NFL and in college? Uh, different balls. They are, they are different balls. Uh, you know, I meant more like, you know, it's his decision-making is, uh, his throwing motion, um, ball placement, things like that. Uh, but his ceiling is, is a million is like super high. Um, and if he does turn into that true dual threat, who's like, I guess, you know, his ceiling is like Josh Allen, right? I don't, that's a super stretch for me. I don't think I don't think athletically they're on the same uh, stratosphere, um, but that's what people are saying. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think for Jones, you know, I've heard a lot of his ceiling is Kirk Cousins. Um, personally, I think his floor Kirk Cousins, is Kirk Cousins, and his ceiling is like Drew Brees. Is Take that, there? Kirk. Probably not. Um, but a floor of Kirk Cousins, if that's true, like I think he's a way better prospect than Cousins was coming out of school. The guy set freaking passing records, right? Like his ball yeah. placement is amazing. So I mean, that would have been my choice there. But um, I, I can't, I can't blame you for taking Fields. Also, uh, another huge factor here is that the Bears fucking suck. Um, <laughs> so that has to, that has to, to be said for my decision there. So now we're at Ormson. Um, yeah. did you have any, you have any, any rebuttals or anything or? No. Yeah, let's do it. So we're at Ormson. Um, he already took Lawrence. His team is pretty good. Uh, not going to say I'm afraid of it cause my team's the best, but it's pretty good. Um, Gosh, he's got Prescott and Lawrence as quarterbacks right now. He's got Cousins as a three. He's got Matty Ice as a four. And Ty God is probably going to be a starter as a five. So here's another five starting quarterback guy. Um, mm-hmm. Akers is solid. I think it takes Smith. Um, you know, running back is, is valuable. 
I think he's pretty set up with Cam Akers, David Montgomery. Eh, I don't know. Ooh, I guess that's it. He might need a running back. Oh, it's tough. Mm. Mm. I think he probably needs a running back. Which It's just hard for me to see Smith fall because um, I think he's awesome. Uh, so I take it back. He's not taking Smith. Um, I think he's close to a contender. He's, I mean, he's a, he's a contender, you know, I think he's, if you're kind of picking this as a, as a go for it now move, I think you go with Williams over ETN. Um, I, I do like ETN more, um, mm-hmm. but I just think Williams is probably going to have more of a role right now. Um, mm-hmm. I am more worried about James Robinson after last year than Melvin Gordon after last year. So, yeah, we're going to go with Williams there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like Williams. I think that he is going to be the guy next year. Uh, I think he's going to split the backfield with Gordon. Uh, I think they're going to rely on Gordon to, uh, one, keep the pressure off of Williams and keep him mm-hmm. healthy. Uh, and then I think he'll be the guy the following year too. Uh, so I'm a big fan of Javante. Um, he's a playmaker. He's I guess, a I guess I guess maybe ETN does have that PPR upside. So I guess you could make that argument there. Um, but keep keep going. He's a playmaker. He's yeah. Like he just like I think we all know his ability to make people miss tackles. Uh, I think he was the leading rusher last year in terms of percentage of missed tackles. Um, and just to be able to like be a big guy and he isn't fast, but he's like quick and he, he's shifty. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, I think this is, uh, I think Ormson was in a good position either with ETN or Williams. Um, I don't think you can go wrong there. Uh, I do agree that Williams is probably, well, no, I don't know. I think maybe ETN would be more the win now move. Because um, of that PPR, you think? Yeah, because that PPR. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't believe for a second when Urban Meyer said that it was going to be a Robinson Hyde one-two punch, and ETN was going to be, you know, the third down passing back. You don't take. You don't that that uh, uh, capital on a running back just for third down. So, um, speak. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I can't fault the Williams pick. Um, so yeah. Well, we got Peck with his one, two, three, fourth pick in the top ten, and he's got just to just to throw it out there, he's got two hundred two, two hundred six, and two hundred eight as well. So this dude is stocking the cupboard. Yeah, I I think here, um, looking at the board and who I think will continue to fall. Uh, and given what's been drafted, right, uh, he's taken two quarterbacks and he's taken uh, a wide receiver, the best wide receiver. I think he goes for uh, run, the best running back that's left, especially because there's a huge drop off at running back um, uh, in this class. Uh, spoiler alert, if you didn't know that, get with the program. Uh, and I think you take uh, ETN here. Um, yep. uh, I just think, yeah, best player available. Um, it's a need as well. 
and that's just what you go for. Uh, we, we, we talked about ETN a little bit already, um, so I won't go more into the, the merits of the pick. Um, but I do think so electric and smooth. Sorry. Yeah. Two words for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, I mean, he, um, I, I worry about his ability to read, um, uh, gaps, right. He's a one cut and he's gone, but when he's gone, he is gone. And I, I feel confident that he's going to learn how to identify those, uh, spaces, right. You can teach that. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is this is a great rebuild for Peck. Um, and, and, and just so folks know who wasn't drafted, we have Jones who hasn't been drafted, Mac Jones and Devontae Smith. Um, so so they are falling into the second round. Two, uh, two remaining players from the top two tiers. From the top two tiers, yep. Um, so what do you think overall? Do you, do you want to do a quick rundown of, of the picks uh, just so, so folks uh, can be reminded of the journey we've been on? Yeah, maybe I'll read it off and then uh, and then just give my two cents and you can give yours right after. Um, so we had Ormson by Campania. Uh, it's the D pick. Uh, he took Trevor Lawrence, go figure, at first overall. Um, Peck, with his first pick, takes Trey Lance. Um, and with his second pick at third overall, takes Zach Wilson. So he's got those two quarterbacks right away, um, just getting, them, getting his team ready. Um, after that, we had uh, Scholl at number four, taking Najee Harris, uh, best running back on the board. Um, makes a ton of sense. Uh, Tony Stafka takes Pitts. Um, you know, we talked about these pit, this pick and the next one as like Pitts or Chase there. Toss up. Pack takes Chase. Um, so he's got two of the top five quarterbacks and the number one receiver in the draft. Uh, not bad. <laughs> Adele had seven and eight. You took uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh, and then Justin Fields, um, even though the Bears suck, uh, you think Justin Fields is awesome. Um, can't argue there. He's he's an athlete. He's he's fun to watch. Um, Ormson takes Williams over ETM. Um, pick your poison there. I mean, it's not really poison. Pick your pick your flavor, I guess. Uh, and then Peck via James uh, takes Travis ETM uh, to round out the top top ten selections. Um, in terms of my thoughts on, on our mock draft, um, I think there's a super strong chance we see these 10 players go. Um, maybe maybe somebody likes a Jones more than one of those other quarterbacks. Um, you know, maybe someone has Smith, wide receiver one. Some people did uh, before that weigh-in, you know, with the size concerns and his, his you know, quote-unquote fall, he's still a top 15 pick. Um, but kind of had him going down draft boards a little bit. Um, but I think I think we mocked it pretty good. I think we might see these 10 guys go. The only thing I would watch out for, um, Peck's got all those picks. Package a couple of them. <laughs> like, I'd be trying to get, like, turn my six top 20 picks into four top five picks um, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, you know? So um, he's got that, he's got that value, that capital to do it. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. We were intentional. Uh, and, and I forgot to mention this at the, the top of the show, but uh, we agreed not to entertain any 
uh, traits with picks just to make it easier for us with this mock draft. Uh, but yeah, I, I wholly expect um, movement to happen. I don't, I don't know if Peck will trade any of his picks, but I do think that there will be some first round picks that are traded. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, to... <laughs> I think everyone is. Yeah. Um, I, I am surprised at uh, Justin Fields falling uh, to eight, uh, to be honest. Um, I could see uh, Zach Wilson and Fields swapping uh, in that sense. Uh, I know yeah. that there, I know there are a lot of, uh, you know, no, mock drafts from the talking heads that are uh, out there. Um, I could see that, Fields that too. Have. I could see any yeah. order of those four. Um, yeah. I think if it was me drafting, I might take Jones over one of them because mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm really risk averse this year, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think those four. Yeah. I mean, Lawrence probably first, but yeah. Yeah. I, I could see Pitts falling. Uh, I also know that there's some people that think Williams is the number one running back. Some people think that ETN's the number one running back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and just as you said, some people think that Smith uh, is the number one uh, wide receiver. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think that the, the tiers are um, – there, there isn't as much consensus, I think, after – besides Pitts and Lawrence, uh, I think that there's a lot of people making arguments uh, yeah. that can go on in different ways. Um, but how do you think that this draft class overall compares to 2020? That is a good question. Um, in some ways, it's better. I think in some ways, it's worse. Um Obviously, quarterbacks this year are like, you know, we had two, well, two up. So we had three last year. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I think that two that we know are amazing now are were really the, the two amazing quarterbacks last year. And we could have, we could have five this year, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receiver, I think is interesting. I think there were more like, of those prototypical like alpha guys last year, um, this year those like slot types, but the wide receiver class is super deep. Obviously we didn't get into any of those tier three guys. We didn't even draft Smith. Um, but there's so many guys, uh, both wars. You got Tony with first round draft capital, um, Terrence Marshall, uh, you know, uh, Bateman, you got Amari Rogers. Uh, <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers stays on the end. Uh, on the mm-hmm. who could go pretty high. Um, you know, on Ross St. Brown going to the Lions, even though it was a later pick, like they don't have anyone. Uh, running backs are hurting this year. Um, yeah. Running backs are really hurting. So I, th- I think, you know, maybe a little bit because of that, the, the depth, it seems like we're going to run out of guys we want a lot earlier this year than we did last year. Yeah, I agree. I think that this is a much, uh, it's a top heavy class for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I remember last year, a lot of us scrambling to, uh, you know, trade for third round picks because there was a guy there um, that we wanted. Um, I just, I, I think it's such a sparse running back class. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of folks that we were hoping would be taken higher in the NFL draft weren't. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, running backs, draft capital does mean something. Absolutely. Um, it, it's, I think it's going to get 
ugly really quick in terms of like the people we start taking middle of the second, uh, maybe beginning of the third. So uh, yeah. we'll see. Uh, maybe maybe I'm missing something. Uh, I totally could be. Um, but uh, yeah, there isn't like the the Chase Claypool that I, I see like so. balling to the third. So. Yeah. You know, there were just too uh, many players last year. Yeah, no, there were. And it, I mean, wide receiver is always going to be deep. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's what I think 2021 is going to look like. Yeah. Um, but it's so deep at quarterback, uh, which is crazy. Because um, we, we aren't even talking about the, the other kind of third and fourth tier of like the Mons and the Trasks and Books Miles. and Millicent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, like one of those guys. I mean, one of those guys is probably going to be a starting quarterback. If not, yep. two, you know. Um, yep. So, yeah, those guys are going to be really interesting. I'm really, really curious to see where like, yeah, where any of them go in the in our in our actual draft. Um, yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, is there uh, any scenario that you are thinking will happen? Um, you're thinking like a wild trade, a crazy reach, anything along those lines? Tough to say. Um, yeah. I think five quarterbacks going in the first round is definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Given that we're a two quarterback league. Um, I don't know. Somebody, somebody's going to trade into the first round for sure. Um, yeah. Who knows for what, like, or for what player, or for what price? Um, it's going to be exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Pack with all those picks, just like I don't know. I'm looking at like Shoal and Stafka. Like he's got he's got one oh six and one ten. <laughs> if either of those guys are willing to move back one to two to maybe like five picks, like Pat could just have his, his pick of the litter and come away with like four studs. Um I mean even in this mock he came away with four studs. So I know. Yeah. I I'm I'm happy from Peck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think we are almost guaranteed um, to see uh, someone's going to get drafted in the third round that all of us uh, slept on and we're all going to be like, Oh, I forgot about that guy. Like it it, it always, I I think it just like, this isn't so much a hot take as much as like, Mm -hmm. it just like, I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we're all going to forget about someone because there's, I think so many scrubs once you get into the third round uh, that um, someone who did their homework is going to be like, Oh, I'm going to draft this guy. And we're all going to be like, Oh, duh. Yeah. How to be, or maybe somebody, yeah. Or like a move up from like, you know, somebody moves like a late third to get an early third and like take that, like one guy who's still hanging on or something. Mm -hmm. That could definitely happen. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, that, concludes our, our mark draft uh and uh i really appreciate you uh joining and being a part of it 
It was a blast. I've uh, I've been thinking about, you know, obviously, especially that first round for so long, it's nice to like put it to practice and like look at teams. Um, yeah, I mean, low key, just looking at the teams, I'm like, I was pretty, pretty uh, floored by, uh, by the depth that Tony has. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he is definitely lacking, I think those blue chips, but it's a deep squad. No, it, it, it definitely is. Um, and, you know, I think what we'll have to do too is uh, after the actual draft, uh, come back and, and visit our, our mock draft and, and see how we did and give ourselves a grade in terms of our, you know, ability to predict the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, but I mean, to to your point about Tony, and, and just a, a plug for for the power rankings, he did move up three spots uh, for very particular reasons. So yeah, yeah, boom boom. Oops. Well, James, stop messing around with our show notes. I'm just I don't I'm know just what to totally, do. Totally destroying our show notes. We won't know what to do for the show. We just add that. No. Uh, really good radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, uh, thank you again so much. Uh, I want to uh, thank everyone that tuned in to this episode as well. Uh, as always, send me a comment uh, if you uh, heard me get something wrong uh, or if James got something wrong, which he probably most likely did. Uh, let me know your thoughts. If you want to be a guest on the show, hit me up. Uh, and thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Have a good one, all. See y'all.